Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. And, uh, Mark, this is episode 252. Yep. I feel like we kind of missed we should have did something at 250. Right. Well, we, you know? <laughs> we were at 247, uh-huh. and there was one day we recorded the first four episodes of the, of the Death Dealers Invitational. Yeah. And, and I was thinking we would record between then and the next time. Right. Obviously, some, some things have happened. Yeah. So we're at episode 252 now. What we're going to talk about today on this fine episode is uh, just some Royal Rumble. So our thoughts on that, uh, some opinions, uh, some good opinions, not the same opinions you're going to read twenty other places. Well, we're gonna, I don't know, mine will probably be pretty similar. No, no, <laughs> no. You're going to get unique opinions never before shared anywhere on the planet. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, you know, if you're if you're a long time listener, you know we record every two weeks. We record a bunch of episodes, and uh, coming up here in a couple of weeks, our five year anniversary. So we'll be sharing. We'll be doing our five year anniversary show. Uh, but let's jump right into it. Royal Rumble 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the uh, pay per view from. Uh, I, I had a lot of streaming issues. Yeah, yeah, I remember you, uh, we were texting and you kind of quit and said, sorry, I had to watch it on my phone. Right, so we ended up, uh, I had to watch it through my phone because I couldn't, I couldn't pull it up on the Apple TV app and then I couldn't airplay it from my phone. So I literally had to plug my phone in to the TV. I got an adapter for my iPhone. Yeah. Um, and we watched it like that. So there were bits and pieces uh, that I missed. Uh, how did you feel about the show overall? Just as a whole, I don't. And it ain't going to be no different than anything anybody else says. But I don't even know where to start. I'm going to start with the way they built Finn Balor up. Okay. Boy, this guy sure is a lot smaller than everybody else. Boy, this guy sure is funny looking. He sure does talk funny. Right. But you should probably pay, you should get behind him to beat Brock Lesnar. Imagine if back in 90, 89, 90, yeah. 91, if they had said, uh, you know, the Ultimate Warrior is not very good once he locks up, once his music stops playing and he stops shaking the ropes. He's probably not going to be very good in the ring. And yeah. The promos ain't going to make a whole lot of sense. And right. The only reason he's got that body is because he's on steroids. <laughs> He holds us up for money, and he's got a really bad attitude, and he's an egomaniac, and he doesn't make any sense, you know what I mean? Nobody nobody can even tell. But you should probably pay to watch him wrestle Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Oh, like, I don't, so I don't understand how you are, you know, Hulk Hogan, yeah, he's losing his hair. Or Randy yeah. Savage, yeah, we know he's losing his hair. Right. And, you know, uh, he walks. You know, Randy Savage walks on his tiptoes, so you'll think he's about two inches taller than he really is. Um if what if they said that about Randy Savage? That, that like it's so counterproductive to me, right? To build a guy up the way they tried to make, and then you're supposed to get behind him. To, maybe that's their thing, though. 
is they know that the wrestling fan of this era doesn't care. Like that makes you like him more. Look at the way they're talking about him. They're like, that makes me like him more. Maybe that these wrestling fans, the younger fans have a different mentality, which is maybe why it's not important that, um, that Becky Lynch tapped out to Oscar. Right. Opening my, like, for people from our generation, because Michael Hofer and I were, were mm-hmm. texting one another about it, just saying, like, there's so many ways you could have still gotten that result. Yeah. Even, you know, Bully Ray tweeted out, said, why don't you, if that's what you want, why not just have her pass out? Yeah. Why not just have her pass out from the pain? Right. But refuse to tap out. Yeah. And make her look strong. But if she just taps out, she's no different than anybody else. They had a good match and she tapped out. Yeah. But maybe... The people who are fans of re- the the neck beard black t shirt crowd doesn't care. Yeah, they don't care about the logic, right? Of of the thing. Whereas for me, I grew up. I told you earlier. I want to relate something back. They mm-hmm. put uh, WWF superstars from '92. Yeah, up on the network, and I that's what I like. I would rather watch it. Was to me, it is more entertaining than Monday. It's an hour long show that's full of squash matches and promos, but it's infinitely better than monday night raw yeah um i'm watching it mm-hmm. the uh, the other day it's great too because it's only 45 minutes after you cut the commercials out. oh yeah so it's like a 45 minute wrestling show of all the stars hitting all their big moves and cutting promos that's all it is that's all the show is it's incredible yeah i've seen the ultimate warrior i've seen money incorporated i've seen the natural disasters i've seen Shawn michaels the undertaker the berserker the road warriors i mean everybody has been on these shows yeah bret hart um roddy pipers i mean all these people have have kind of either cut promos i mean and there's a bunch more too but one specific thing that i saw the other day it was in the midst of the randy savage rick flair angle where rick flair showed up with pictures of him and elizabeth yeah yeah and then a month or two later, Savage shows up with the actual pictures, which are, are um, him and Elizabeth. And yeah. Ric Flair had taken – and Vince McMahon on commentary with Mr. Perfect told you the procedure that is used to take somebody out of a photo. There's a name for it. There's a company that did that for them. Yeah. And they said that they used this company – to take Randy Savage out of those pictures and put Ric Flair's image into them. And this is the name of the company, and this is the this is what that procedure is, is called. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Perfect said, yeah, well, why did it take Savage, you know, two months to show up with his pictures? If those, why, why, why do you think that it wasn't Savage that took Flair out of the pictures and put himself in? And he said, well, everybody knows that those showed up in the WWF magazine and that Ric Flair showed up at the WWF, WWF magazine's um, pr- production thing, whatever they called it, that you and him showed up there. We found out the day that the magazine went to publication with those with those pictures. So nobody knew about it. It was another month before the magazine came out, and then it was another month before Randy Savage. That's why it took two or three months. Wow! They took that much time to explain to you how Ric Flair did what he did why he did what he did, why it took Randy Savage so long to show up with the original pictures. They took the time, and they explained it in 30 seconds. Yeah. It took me a lot longer to explain it than it took Vince McMahon and Mr. Perfect to do it. Wow. They just took the time to, just that little bit of logic. 
Yeah. That 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 they that wrestling used to have. Yeah. That it just doesn't have anymore. I mean, it, no. why you want to build the guy up to face Brock Lesnar in the main event by talking about how little he was and how funny he talks? Yeah. Um, if 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 you had come over and said, "All right, Heath," every time they mentioned David and Goliath, you got to take a shot. I, Thirty <laughs> minutes into this show, I'm done. Right, right. I mean, I got alcohol poisoning. Yep. I mean, they just kept on okay. and on, and and I thought and, they and, had and a hey, decent match. Hey, listen, if David's gonna win, it's fine to keep talking about the David and Goliath story. But and it, there's, but you can t- you can. Tell it without saying David and Goliath. Right. First of all, it can be done. Maybe the new wrestling. Well, there's a you know, maybe the new crowd needs that. Right. Maybe they need to have every. Maybe it needs to be simple. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. You, well, you and I have encountered simple. You and I have encountered this, uh, when discussing. Booking mm-hmm. ideas, mm-hmm. I know. Hello, Floyd. With people that should know. Yeah, you have. You have. I have seen a great frustration in you. Of you're laying out a simple, basic angle, and it's just flying over people's head. Yeah. And and we're not talking about talking to the average fan. Mm-hmm. People that should people who are running wrestling companies, right? Uh, people who are running wrestling companies where you you book a match to be a double. <laughs> uh, you book a match to be a double DQ, and you're like, "All right, we're going to book this match to be a double DQ because we're going to come back with a rematch on the next show." And they just think, oh, double DQ, double count out, same thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you have this match where people are bringing out chairs, doing everything they can to di- get disqualified. Mm-hmm. But the referee's been told this is a double count out finish. Mm-hmm. So he's in there counting. Right. It's <laughs> just crazy I stuff. Know exactly what you're talking about. And you're right. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, to me, I, if you to me, if you take away the Becky Lynch moment in the Women's Royal Rumble, which was just, great, which was good, which was a phenomenal, right? I in my opinion, it. an all-time moment it, <clears throat> for her, for her, yeah, for her, an all-time women's moment mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, you take that away, this is a subpar pay-per-view. Yes, I agree. I it, this agree. was just not a. Maybe it was because. <clears throat> Going into it, I felt like I knew everything. I knew that Balor wasn't beating Lesnar. I knew that Rollins was winning the Royal Rumble. I knew that she was going right. to You know what I mean? There was really no – there used to be some surprise right. to wrestling. You know what I mean? And it yeah. Just, just not anymore. There's nothing – Yeah. Nothing new. There's no new stars. No, I did like that in both the men's and women's Royal Rumble, they didn't rely on – they they use a lot of the younger talent and introduce them to a wider audience. Yeah, well, uh, thought, you know, Hofer and I were were talking about that. He said, "Man, it looks like they're kind of using this for an advertisement for 
for NXT in the UK and the 205 Live. And I, I said, you know, we were texting back and forth. I said, see that or Jim Duggan, man. Like, I don't, I get it. I understand it because it's either Pete Dunn or Jim Duggan. And it, right. there's a future there with Pete Dunn. There's right. a reason to use Pete Dunn. And right, why not bring in a Casey Catanzaro? Who was incredible. Yeah. Who, who blew me away. Yeah. Just some of her athleticism. Um, I mean, she's and, a gymnast. There's only right. going to go so far with that. But I right, mean, right. But still, she. Was, but her beat like to me, and I think are her and Ricochet dating? They must be, yeah. because here's the thing. And, and more power. You introduced me to Ricochet probably right when we started the podcast. Some of his PWG stuff. Mm-hmm. And to me, if if I'm Ricochet, I just turn what I do up to eleven because nobody's going to do that better than him. You know, you but there's only so far he'll be able to go with that. He probably True. he may never be yeah, well, champion. I, I don't know. Well, see, I don't know, man. I think here's the thing. If I had Ricochet, yeah, I ain't knocking this other guy that I'm about yeah. to bring up. Yeah, I wouldn't have brought Rey Mysterio back. I, I agree. You know what I mean? I just I if I got Ricochet, Rey Mysterio's guy. As long as Rey Mysterio's there, Ricochet will never be able to fill that role. Right? Because he could fill that role. Yeah. I've yeah. still the one of my one of one of my favorite quotes from him. Some guy on Twitter, te- you know, tweeted out at him like people are prone to do the stuff that they never say to people. Yeah, faces. Ain't you one of those flippy guys? He said, "No, I'm the flippy." Guy. Yeah, I love it. You know, so if he that's what he does, and he's better at it than anybody. Yeah, no, and there should all like I've never had a problem with. I don't want to see a whole card of that, mm-hmm. but to have that match on the, every card. Great, I'm cool with that. Him and Johnny Gargano had a great match. Yeah, at at uh, NXT Takeover. I don't want to see a whole card. No, that's right. Where every match is jumping over the top rope and doing all this stuff. I don't want to see that. Right. But for one match on every card, I got no problem with that. And I, I, I would love to see that. And I'm fine. I was fine personally. I was glad I got to see Lesnar and Balor because that's a match we haven't seen. Yeah, really and good it, match. And it was a gr- – I thought it was a really entertaining it match. It was a great A match. big guy versus a little guy. And, and Brock Lesnar sold more oh my goodness. for Finn Balor than he sold for everybody else combined in the past two years. I'm uh, – Al McAllister came over and we watched the Rumble. And uh, – we were both just saying. I just said I don't get the Brock Lesnar hate. Oh, I do. I mean, I get it, and I get it. The same reason I get the Roman Reigns hate. Well, it's, yeah, it's because the guy. Listen, I'm. It's just a fact. No, all these nerds that watch wrestling <laughs> spent most of their life <coughs> getting their heads shoved in toilets by guys like Brock Lesnar. Right. You know, when I was a kid, I'm looking at Brock Lesnar. And I want to be like Brock Lesnar. Right. So it's easy for me to get behind Brock Lesnar. Right. I wanted to be like, I always have told you, I always wanted to be Ole Anderson. Yeah. As it, he, and I was, wanted to be Ricky Morton. Right. He wasn't flashy. Right. And he was like, I don't care if I win or lose. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to out here trying to do this. I just want, uh, Ole to me was a guy, a man. Yeah. That said what he was going to do. And he went out and he did it. Yeah. And to me, that's what I wanted to be. You know, so when I was a kid, I would look at somebody like Brock Lesnar and say, that's what I want to be like. That's the alpha male in yeah. the room every day. 
you yeah. walk in there, he's a once in a generation guy. Right. He just is. Yeah. Dude, he just decided that he wanted to try to play pro football. And he almost made the team. Yeah. And so everybody sitting at home that don't like Brock Lesnar and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> they don't like Brock Lesnar because, number one, he dates the hottest woman that has ever had, been in that company. Yeah. He married her. Yeah. You know, they've had children. They've had children together. And there's not a one person sitting in the audience that hating him that would do that to his face. And if they got in a fight with him, he would win. Yeah. Hands down. He's legitimately as bad as Paul Heyman says he is. He just is, man. And, yeah, he's had some MMA losses <coughs> and stuff. But, like, just what it takes – to to step into a ring and fight bare knuckle against somebody, most of the guys sitting at home watching wrestling ain't got them kind of guts. They don't got the guts enough to get in a fight with somebody on the street. Right. They just want to sit at home and t- tweet at people. Right. Because they know there's no consequence for that. Right. Do you think – let me ask you this. But that's why they hate Lesnar, man. Do you think – man, let's go down this path. Do you think – because I, I definitely – what you said about – alpha male do you think in our current culture that even the thought that there can be should be or might be someone considered to be an alpha male that that's frowned upon oh it is frowned upon but it's also the reason we don't speak german right now right men like that are toxic masculinity is the reason we ain't doing this podcast in german right right like, when you think about... That's a whole deal, man. I remember hearing 20 years ago, reading an article about what they're going to try to do. They don't want real men. So they don't... Right. You can do anything when you got a generation of men who ain't real men. If they're scared and they're timid and they're not afraid to say what they believe. And they've made it where... Um, just me saying that, there's this thought in my head, well, this lava will blow up in my face. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's what they've tried to do in our society is get it to where those of us who think like that. Right. Not only is it, um, do they frown upon you being masculine? Right. They want you to feel like if you even say it's okay that I am masculine, that they might come after you. Right. It, to me, it must suck to live in that culture of always calling people out and constantly wanting to do that. Cause you got to know that eventually you're going to get your turn on the spit. Yeah. To get roasted. Like, I can't imagine what it's like to live like that. I do concern myself sometimes yeah. with the things that we say on here, not because no, right. I think somebody might not like me. Right. I don't ever want to say something that jeopardizes your career, or my career. No, that's, that's right. All I care about. That's right. That's you know, right. And I don't think that by saying toxic masculinity, I'm not and when I say toxic masculinity, there's a difference between being a douchebag. There you go. You know, yeah. and and just taking advantage of women and stuff like that. There's a difference between that and being a guy that don't take no crap off nobody. There you go. You know what I mean? Right. That's a completely different thing. Just grabbing and groping a woman because I think it's okay for me to do that. That's ridiculous. It's completely different. That's evil. That's evil. That's but but saying right. If you got something you want to say to me, yeah. then you come say it to me. Come say it to my face. I told somebody not long ago. Right. Um. He said something about me to somebody else. Oh, my. 
which is fine. Mm-hmm. Well, they, I heard about it. Oh, And my. what do most people do? Mm. They let it go. Yeah. I walked up to him. Yeah. And said, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. He said, yeah, man, what's up? I said, I, I heard you said such and such about me. Right. In that, in that, in that meeting, or the, the, the room over there with the people before we got started. He said, oh, no. I see yeah, you did. <laughs> you said it. Yeah. Just be man enough to admit you said it. Because I'm standing here like a man talking to you. Right. You were standing. I won't say what I called him. Right. You standing in there when I wasn't around like a. Woo. But you got something to say. I'm here right now. Say it. Right. He said, you can't talk to me like that. I said, I'm talking to you however I want to talk to you. You going to do something about it? Oh, That's exactly what I said to him. I'll talk to you however I want to. I'm talking. And I said, because the difference is I'm talking to you man to man. Right, you stood in there and talked about me behind my back. So he, for him, it was okay for him to say whatever he wanted right, right. behind your back. <laughs> right, but he didn't but, want to say it to my face. No, you no, I mean? he Listen. didn't want you saying anything to his face. Right, right, that's it. Right, he didn't want me to acknowledge that he had said it because that's the culture, man. Like it's okay to talk about people behind their back, you know, which is fine. Right, but and I'm not saying I'm some kind of tough guy. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that's the. They don't want us to have that attitude anymore. Right. Okay, I got something to say. I'm going to say it. Right. And I don't like living like that. I don't like the fact that I feel like we're living now in a, where I can't say what I want to say. Right. And I feel like, and I know you, I understand what you're saying. You're not saying that what we say shouldn't and doesn't. Have consequences. Absolutely, it should have consequences. But, but we, but the consequences for for just going against, yeah, any type of right, any other than just being a passive, right, right man who just lets any, anybody walk all over him that wants to, right, right. That's almost how it feels, man. At yeah. this point, like you can't stand up for yourself, right. You just right. have to take it if yeah. somebody decides they want to come at you. And I just am tired of that because what, eventually what's going to happen is everybody who ain't scared is going to get tired of it. Right. And then what are the people that only talk about people online and behind their back really going to do? Right. Nothing. When you realize that your little tweets don't hurt nobody. Right. Right. What do you, what do you got left? Like, <laughs> like you know, to me, like, you know, Donald Trump will tweet something. Everybody loses their minds. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you really don't like Trump and, and you want to, like, enact change, reacting to him on Twitter. I'm not saying you shouldn't say, ah, like, what, you know, this is a pretty dumb thing to say. I'm just saying, if you, you if you use all of we will use so much of our time and energy arguing all, with people we don't know, right? And not cultivating relationships with the people that we do know. No, yeah, yeah. We spend more time arguing with people online about stuff that don't matter, yeah, than we do talking to the people that live with us or yeah. around us that matter to us. I have. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed. I I have been. I haven't posted as much on social media here recently. 
I think uh, on, on have, Facebook. I mean, you have things on the timer, right? Yeah, you have things set up. But no, not on my personal accounts. Oh, really? But the mainly what I've been posting is podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. But as far and then twi- Twitter, Twitter is my. I have conversations on Twitter that I don't have on Facebook. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I do too. But like I, I haven't even been on my phone on social media as much here the past couple of weeks. Hmm. That's cool. Um, and I don't know. I mean, there, there's been you know a lot of co- like a lot of comments on things that I haven't read. Um, but I, yeah, I think the culture. And it, so let's <laughs> back just to, gonna talk about the Royal Rumble. <laughs> but back, but back to the Royal Rumble. The a big deal was made this week. How much intergender wrestling mm-hmm. there was in the Royal Rumble, right? And you have people coming out. It's like, oh, you can't do that. That's male and female violence. And listen, I I'm not a fan of intergender wrestling. That's a personal yeah, preference. Man. I just don't like it. There are people that love it. That doesn't mean that I don't think. Uh, well, people would say that just because I don't prefer, I don't like horror movies. Does that make me some bad, evil person? I don't like heavy metal music. I don't like collared greens. I don't like. <laughs> really? Uh, I don't like strenuous exercise. <laughs> Does that? It's, I don't like personal hygiene. <laughs> um, but but people would say that because I don't like intergender wrestling, that it makes me. They would you're all these words misogynistic, and you're. Well, I don't even know what any of these mean. Yeah, you do. You know what misogynistic means. I really don't. I really anti woman. Misogyny is listen the same as being a sexist or a male chauvinist. It's just a. I ain't got word. time to be anti-woman. I'm raising two of them. They're sick in bed today. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but what? What are your? What? I mean, but I think that's part of the culture. Is you got all the? You got this one subgroup of wrestling fans saying, "Man, please, we want more right. intergender wrestling." Mm-hmm. And you have this other part of the culture saying, "Man, you need to empower women. Don't even think about intergender wrestling." I don't get it. Strange, man. I feel that's what's so like that's what's so strange about the culture. And and this is so much bigger than wrestling. But there is such a uh what's the word I'm looking for? Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. There's such a double like on every side. Right. Right. There's no like a double you, standard. No matter what you do. So there's a vocal crowd, yeah, that w- that will support and and equally uh, oppose whatever right. decision you make and whatever you say. Like when when I say being a ma- being a man, ma- being masculine is the reason that we don't speak German. Some people listening to this will go, "Yep," and some people listening will say, "God, what an awful thing to say." Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's fine. But I'm not. I'm tired of living in a culture. Where you have to worry about saying that because somebody's going to call you out. And just call me out. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, to me. You know what I try not to do? I try. I, I, I don't want to be a racist. Right. I don't want to be a homophobic. Right. 
I just want to try to treat people with dignity. That's right. Whoever they are. Yeah. Whatever they think, whatever. I don't care if they're Democrats, Republicans, man, woman, gay, straight, Christian, right. atheist, black, white, Mexican, right. Muslim, Christian, Jew, Buddhist, purple, green. I don't care. Yeah. I just want to be treated. I want to try to treat people the way I want to be treated. Right. But I ain't going to live in a world where I can't say what I think every once in a while. Right. Right. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's like um, the same people that are like, well, you shouldn't have hate speech. But if you say something they agree with, they snap. Like, oh they God. lose their minds. They're awful, man. Yeah. Yes. Like, it is awful they lose their mind. Like, it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Like, when you watch some of these videos of just protests and different things, mm-hmm. some of the hate, like, to be able to do some of the things, you have to be filled with such hate mm-hmm. and anger. And, and and there are things in this world that should make us angry that Absolutely. we don't want to see. We should be angry at uh, in injustices and things like that, mm-hmm. we should be angry about those things. But but that didn't give me a right. If I'm angry to throw a uh, a firebomb into a Starbucks, right. you know what I mean? I don't know. What are we doing? We got way off topic here. Didn't we? Listen, I think, and it's all because of the stinking Royal Rumble. All because of the Royal Rumble. If Becky Lynch had not tapped out, we wouldn't be talking about any of this. Yeah. All they, it was about logical booking. Right. Culture, the it's Illuminati. Not, it's not logical anymore. Uh, give me the days when the Illuminati had some logic in their booking. Uh, that's right. Completely illogical now. Yeah. Makes no that's sense. Right. It man. Makes no it, sense. It I mean, you used to connect, connect the dots between your conspiracies. Yeah. Now they don't even know which end is up. They're all over the place now, man. Ridiculous. I don't know what they're trying to do to us. <laughs> you know? So what so I so what were um what was your favorite match of the Royal Rumble? Uh, I don't know that I had one, to be honest with you. I really was expecting a and it always goes back to this with me. I think everybody thinks that five star matches are the secret, and I think that the failure of WWE over the past couple of months proves that that's not the case. Right. Because um, I watched an entire crowd of people be excited for an entire show except for the five-star match, which was Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Yeah. It wasn't a five-star match. But, I mean, the match that should have filled that, like yeah. the hardcore, we want wrestling, we just want to see guys, blah, 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 blah whatever, that, yeah. that, that they like. That crowd's match, they just sit there and <coughs> – it just was what it was. <coughs> Excuse me. It was guys going over, going through some moves. That's all it was. What did you think about Rowan's Not involvement? There, that was weird. You know, I don't know. Yeah, that's. I didn't. I didn't get that I think at Daniel all. Daniel Bryan's a genius. I'd heard. Yeah. And I don't know how true it is, but that a lot of this persona um, that he's doing now is based on. Him finding out what Vince McMahon hated and like using that, yeah, so that Vince would get behind him as a heel, like yeah. he would hate him, and yeah. it would be like, All right, this is our which is genius if that's true. 
that you know. I re- I read something great on, uh, which is very rare on Twitter. And they were like, "Wait a minute, Daniel Bryan, anti-racism, anti." He was. They were talking about all the things that he was promo. He was like, "He's the. He's not the heel at all. Like <laughs> right. we should be cheering for this man." Right. Well, I think it's uh, it's that unchecked. There's nothing like all those qualities are good until they become like everything. I mean, yeah. you know, doesn't matter what you what it, what your deal is. I mean, if you're a, a holy man, you know, yeah. I think that's fine until it becomes unchecked and when right. you begin to try to force that on other people. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's the the gimmick. It's not enough that he does that because it's what he likes, and it may. It's that you're evil for not believing in the same thing as him. Let's um. My favorite match was, but I think I'm sorry. I'm sorry to answer your question. I don't know that I had one. Yeah, I think uh, they were just my favorite match uh, the whole weekend was um, uh, heavy. What's the name? War Raiders. War Raiders versus uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Yeah, that was the that was the best match of the whole weekend. That's my heart to hear you. I know you're not a big fan of. uh, You've you've said some disparaging remarks in private about Roderick Stong and his boots. <laughs> and, just, you know, it's yeah. just their their the fact that they barely clear the top rope is right. But the, I'm fun. telling you, man, that I've never it, said I didn't like Kyle right? Right. Um, so to me, my favorite match was Lesnar and Balor mm-hmm. because probably never going to see it again. It was a, it was it was yeah. one of those matches. It probably a one time thing. It was adorable. The people that thought Balor was going to win. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Yeah, yeah, but they, you know, Brock did a great job selling, and um, I liked. You know, a lot of people talked about the finish. I thought the, I mean, Brock has been finishing people out of nowhere with the F five. I thought, man, a little change it up a little bit to do, you know, use the Kimura. I liked it. I liked that finish. So, and it it didn't. The only problem there again, used to you wouldn't have that finish twice in one night. Right. Right. Why do that twice in one night? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so what do you think the the road to WrestleMania is officially upon us? Uh-huh. Um, I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown. I was working. Did Seth it. Rollins challenge? Did he announce who yeah, he's going to face? Yeah, he's facing Lesnar. I think Lesnar, I, I read the results. I think Lesnar attacked him and hit him with like five or six F5s. So. Huh. Well, that's just that's just wonderful. Yeah. Did you really? I mean, is that the match you wanted to see? No, it's not. Who did you want to see? Braun Strowman. Yeah. Because at least I believe Braun Strowman. Now it's like now he, after I saw it, he took a couple of took a couple of legit shots from Brock, and he didn't go down. Unlike Becky Lynch, who took one shot from Nia Jax and was out for a month. Yeah. And to me, as I said, and I like her, man. I do like. Yeah. I, I, I love the 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 Royal Rumble deal. I thought it was great. I didn't like that she tapped out. Yeah. I thought that's the wrong way to set that up. Um, but still, some of her mystique. It was same for me with Vader. Mm-hmm. When Vader got beat up by Paul Orndorff, it shattered some of the mystique. Of right. Vader. Yeah. And for me, when she took today's fans don't care. No. That's their part. They know it's a performance. Their part. It's just a yeah. Whatever. That's an. It's all an act. And mm-hmm. I, whether she won or lost that match, I still get what I want. She yeah. won Which so that's fine. That's what they like. It's not what I like. Yeah. I like to see. Right. 
some logic, and when Nia Jax popped her in the mouth and put her out of action for a month with one shot, to me it shattered the mystique a little bit. And if you're listening, now you're standing there with Rousey, and I'm supposed to believe. Did you see what Rousey tweeted out? Mm-mm. It was great. It was brutal. What'd she say? It was brutal. Yeah. Man, they can say what they want to say, but this again, this is why people don't like her. She said, uh, and I don't remember the exact quote, but she said, tune in and you can watch everybody else pretend to be tough and live out their fantasies. But I'm standing there and I'm telling you, if I decided to do what I really wanted to do, I'd get sued or arrested. Oh, my. And she's right. Yeah. If she decided, which that must be the angle they're playing up, what if Rousey yeah. is leaving yeah. and she decides to leave with the title and she shoots on Becky Lynch, I think is the the, the narrative. That, I don't that, know. Nobody thinks that's going to happen. No, well, I, the real the, – the, the, the young fans probably do, the new fans. Yeah. The neck beards. I, I don't um, – I don't um, – I I I saw the rumored WrestleMania card, and I was just like, other, "I'll be honest. Other than than Rousey and Becky Lynch and Char- which I think it should have been Rousey and Charlotte. I think it'd be a better. I think Charlotte's, yeah. At least I believe Charlotte could get in there and stand a yeah. chance against her. I think she's a better athlete than Becky Lynch. Do you think that Becky Lynch is in the spot she's in because they didn't want the Daniel Bryan effect from yes, WrestleMania Thirty? Here's what she said. If anyone wants to see a bunch of performers act tough and watch me resist every urge I have to beat the living crap out of anyone who dares approach me so I don't get sued or arrested, here's the raw recap. (laughs) That's stiff, man. That's a stiff shot. Yeah. I love it, man. I do, too. Her and Lesnar, they're they're in as athletes. Yeah. They're in rarefied air. Yeah, there's nobody. There's not a woman. Maybe maybe Nia Jax. Maybe Tamina Snuka. Maybe Charlotte. But I I don't know that even they... I don't know that Charlotte could in a legitimate contest with her. Right. Nia Jax and Tamina are just powerful. The fact that Ronda Rousey... Has figured out how to make those throws in a wrestling ring without yeah. killing somebody. Without, yeah, right. Those look every time she throws somebody by the arm, I'm like, she's gonna rip that person I in half. Know, man, I'm always afraid somebody. But somehow she's able. Like when she was, she, was it Alexa Bliss? She was wrestling, and I'm like, she's gonna break her in half. She's just ragdolling that girl. Yeah, and then they she can take. I noticed uh, a little bit stiffer shots. Mm. She gets hit a lot harder. Oh. Than everybody else does. They, you know, they lay it in when they're hitting her, um, which is good, man. I'm all for that. Hitting hard in safe spots. Speaking of hitting hard in safe spots, let's close with this. This is a thing in modern wrestling. What do you think about wrestlers posting pictures of their chest after they've been in a in, in, had chops in a match? I think if somebody chopped me that hard, we'd be in a fight. Yeah. Everything. <coughs> if I'm going to stand there and get chopped like that and I hit somebody back. Like Ricky Steamboat and Ric Flair wrestled at times seven days a week. Mm-hmm. He never saw their chest looking like that. No. That's, that's marks. It's a work. Right. It's not, you're not it supposed used to, to be, be hurting each other. No. 
You're not supposed to be bringing I mean, it, it happens, well. It happens every once right. in a while. I mean, I'm sure I've heard stories of when Flair and Garvin would have their matches that both of them's chest would be right. beat up afterwards. And, I mean, if that's Wahoo and, and Johnny Valiant. Right. Fact, but they were also make, making a lot of money. Yeah. You know, for a hot dog and a Mountain Dew, if somebody hit me that hard, I'd break his jaw. Yeah. Chop him, I'd chop him across the face. And these were men. Stop that. These were men getting paid based on the house. Right. They were not. Right. They were getting paid on how well of a crowd they drew. Yes. So they were creating a mystique to draw a crowd. Right. They weren't getting a box of popcorn regardless. Right. And they, wrestlers of old, they were such better businessmen. Oh, when you read, you think, man, let's go down this path, man. Let's just make I this. Don't know. A, There's a lot of them broke. <laughs> but when, when you read about, I read Jack Briscoe's book and when he talks about, you know, there were some promoters he worked for. He wouldn't even stick his head out the curtain because he trusted the man. Right. But there were some of them. He would stick his head out and he would kind of, he knew he what he said. Right. He would kind of gauge. And now guys don't have to do that. And and so <coughs> they're not worried about how their posts on social media affect might affect the mystique or attendance. Mm-hmm. They're just um I don't know I don't know. They're living their dream. They're living their dream. They are cost playing wrestler. Yeah. That's what a lot of them are doing, man. Yeah. It's just cosplay. Yeah. It ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I right. don't have a problem. Get me wrong. I don't have a problem with that. I respect everybody who does it. But a lot of it is just cosplay. Right. And, yeah, I think uh, I think it get from, from promoters to whatever, yeah, I think uh, – Fans, yeah. I heard this. It was Disco Inferno and Cyrus on Killing the Town talking about fans cosplaying other fans. Oh yeah, you know. And I've you watch it, and it happens when the guys counting the the, the refs counting the one, two, three. You know, you see that this is awesome. Came from fans cosplaying other fans. It's it's across the board. We we cosplay podcasters. That's very true. It's just what we, you know, I can hold the light up to myself too. Yeah. We why are we doing this? Because Steve Austin had a podcast and we started talking about it. And we're, you know, we're, we, we're we're doing the same thing. But you know, and we'll talk about this on the next episode. We record our five year anniversary. He doesn't have a podcast anymore. Does we, he not? We've outlasted Steve Austin. Is he done? It's like they're just doing the archives now. Didn't know that. It's on hiatus. Also, difference between me and you and a lot of other people. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I know that I'm just doing this for fun. Yeah. yeah. I know that I don't, my opinions don't matter. I, right. I'm not right. moving a needle for any kind of wrestling or anything. I, I mean, I'm sure I've turned some people on to some stuff they've never seen before. Right, yeah. You turned you know, me on for, to stuff. For people that, that like us, I, I appreciate it. I mean, but I mean, I'm not under any illusion that what I do is all that important. Right. It's just fun for me. I just enjoy doing it. Oh, dude. I'm a mark for the sound of my own voice. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know you are. (laughs) Yeah, you are. I mean, good Lord. I I try to support you, but I don't think I'm subscribed anymore to all of the podcasts that you're a part of because I can't keep up with it. It's just two right now. Okay. But one of them is a daily podcast. Yeah. And it's very good, by the way. But I, you know, this morning that I haven't posted yet, it's about this. And it's about why, you know, and I hope you'll listen to it. It's a it's a what nice it? tribute to you and what this has oh, meant is to it me. Really? Yeah, and, and um, of course I listen, I talk about listen, how I, I'm, a, t- I'm a mark for anybody that talks about how great I am. You got you sh- want to know the proudest moment of my life in the past week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Do you really? <laughs> I was sitting there going. Yeah, boy, I tell you, that's me, folks. <laughs> folks, right here, right here. You hear what he's talking about right now? That's me. Yeah. I could. I was looking. I couldn't find you. Yeah, I'm surprised you couldn't see. My head was about six times <laughs> bigger. I couldn't see how you missed my big old head. You don't know what we're talking about. My wife's, uh, my wife's funeral gave Mark a shout out in the message, and. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about and now that. I hear, and now I feel bad about laughing about it. <laughs> no, no. Listen, that was... Uh, That's what you do, man. Like I, No, no. Like, yeah. I, I, like I did it. I mean, of course, mentioning you and the people I did, I mean, it was from the heart. Oh, I know that. But it yeah. was also, oh, this will be, this is going to be good. <laughs> like, and I'm like, it'll be better for me to mention him than to not mention him. <laughs> No, no, I didn't expect. You know, no, 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 no. I, I didn't expect that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I just thought the irony of ironies. <laughs> but um, I, I think one thing that you know that we'll talk about is I, I do think we have tried to. I mean, the motto has been "Life's too short to watch bad wrestling." We we are fans of wrestling. And so when it comes to like shows like the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania and Survivor Series, at the end of the day, man, I'm still the 12-year-old kid that just wants to watch the superheroes, you know? Right, right. And so am I going to watch the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Have I Had I watched Raw or SmackDown for monthly? No. But I'm watching. I had, When we were kids, all I could get was the videos. I didn't know any right. of these people. That was right. So I think you talk about – I think we do move a needle. I think, I think in a small way, there are a lot of there are a lot of people who feel just like us. Yeah. About wrestling, mm. and I feel like when you well, I don't think I not no I right they, they talk to us yeah. right, and I feel like we have given people permission to pursue whatever wrestling they find out there, whether it's live wrestling or it's wrestling on video. Yeah. Um, and I feel like through this podcast and other ventures, we have tried to uh, provide. Yeah, I like that's my thing. It's always try to say, "Hey, maybe you should check this out instead." Right? You know what I mean? Maybe this will kind of fit the bill for for something. Yeah. Um. It's so. What do we? Okay. What do we do now? I'm on Twitter. Is that where are we at that part in the yeah, show yeah, yet? I think so. I think we're we've kind of hit all the high notes and the low I, notes. I think if we were going to offend somebody, we covered it. Yeah, it should be done now. Who haven't we offended? Um, I don't know. I was offended several times. So, um, 
So yeah, if you, I typically do not talk wrestling on Facebook publicly. I, I keep most of my right. wrestling talk on Facebook to groups, mm-hmm. but too. on Twitter, I typically I, don't talk about wrestling on Twitter anymore. Really? Mm-mm. Um, I talk about wrestling with people that I don't know personally, but I don't. I don't get an argument like I, I. I have followed a lot of people that have introduced me to like more Midwestern wrestling and who have, you know, similar, similar opinions, but also different opinions. And it's fascinating to to follow them. So uh, I'm at Heath Mulligan. I'm at the DDK show. Uh, We're also on Instagram, uh, different places. The main thing is doubledropkick.com. We're in the process of revamping the website Listen, we're on Spotify, Google Podcast. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Android, Apple Podcast. You can subscribe via email, RSS feed, Carrier Pigeon, Smoke Signals, uh, Morse Code is now available. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so just subscribe. Let us know what you think. If you're on Apple, you can go on the Apple Podcast app. Give us a five-star rating and review. Takes you two seconds. But I'll tell you this, you'll feel better. You will. Scientifically proven. That's right. It'll give you that little dopamine rush. That's right. The It's called the double drop kick dopamine effect. That's our finishing maneuver. And speaking of finishing maneuvers, as always, for the double drop kick show, I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.